Thank you for joining us. This is Neighbors in Need. I am Sandy Waters. Thank you so much for being here every week with us. Uh, We spotlight non-for-profits. We help other families or individuals who need a little bit of support. And we spotlight the people in Rochester who make Rochester great. And our guest today is one of those people, Dr. McDade, founder of Live Well Rochester. Chiropractic care is uh, what you provide to, uh, to our community. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It was great. All right. So we've been doing a series with you, and I feel like every time we bring you in, we're only only scratching the surface. It's hard to fit a lot of stuff into 15 minutes. I know. I know. We need to to extend this. The the last time was ADHD and autism. I I could do workshops after (laughs) workshops. I could talk for hours on that one. I I don't know that I mentioned this last time with the ADHD people, but we have an ADHD group on Facebook that parents can join. And I know today we're talking about something different. Yes. Talking well, about anxiety. Still, yeah. But is... a lot of kids with ADHD and autism have anxiety issues. So parents that are hearing this, they might want to check that group out as well. This feels like the discussion about kids and anxiety. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like more kids suffer from anxiety. I think it is a little bit more um, open to talk about anxiety. And I don't know um, statistically if it's increasing the amount of kids that have anxiety. But I do know it's one of the most common um it's one of the most common complaints that kids have. About 30% of kids uh, do suffer from, from anxiety to some extent. But, I mean, just like you and me, I'm, everybody has anxiety at some times. Right. Right. But for the majority of us, we can handle it. And it doesn't really become a, an impediment to the way that we live our lives. But there's about 10% of kids uh, that really it has become so overwhelming that they have a hard time functioning on their day-to-day activity. Now, how does chiropractic care and anxiety <clears throat> tie in together it's uh there's a couple different uh complicated neurologic uh, things that happen but really you know almost across the board ever since i've been in practice uh one of the most common things people tell me even if they don't tell me they have anxiety or they're stressed or whatever when they come in to see me is that after they get adjusted and after they've had some time working with me is that they feel less stressed and they feel less anxiety they just feel more relaxed is it tied in stress and anxiety is that almost the same uh, they're tied into the same neurologic pathways, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, anxiety really to me is is a sign that the brain is having a hard time switching gears. Right, it's worrying about things that it shouldn't be worrying about. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's almost like it's locked into a pattern or stuck in a rut, and we need to break that pattern so the brain can reset itself. And that's what the adjustment really physically does do. It helps the brain really um, break out of that stress response, and that's something that's huge with anxiety is uh, an overwhelming stress response. Um, that can be reflexive almost, if that makes sense. And you need to reset that reflex. Do you blame any of this on social media? I think that, the, to it? so yeah. Um, can I blame it on that? I don't know if I can blame it on that, but really Because I want to tell my kid, yeah. Dr. McDade says social media is evil. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But check it out. It, like You know, like... Um, you probably, you have friends and, you know, we're, we're all parents and you have friends probably that are like, oh, my kid's so bored. Right. When you were a kid, weren't you always bored? Yeah. You know, there was some time. Bored is a time for your brain to like process the it's world around you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And kids nowadays, they don't have any downtime. Yeah. They like, don't have time to be bored. You're the right. The only time they have downtime is when they're sleeping. And for some kids with anxiety, their brain is even going overactive at oh, night when there's okay. when they're sleeping. Like it's never turning itself off. Right. It's basically uh, uh, frying itself. So uh, in that aspect, you know, if you're using social media to be social. 
But if you're using social media constantly, you're like your phone is always in your hand. You're always scrolling the news feed. You're like in a zone. Kids are in a zone of just scrolling through Instagram and just living other people's lives on YouTube and, and all yeah, and, this. And, and you could, then you get stuck as a teenager, especially. Could you imagine you're yep. comparing yourself to... I mean, every teenager knows you only put your best picture on Instagram, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, And your, right. your coolest activity on Instagram. But still, you know, there's somebody that's always doing something cooler or has a better looking picture than mm-hmm. you. So it, it, it does become difficult for them. But even younger kids that aren't on social media, that might be using too much screen time. You yeah. know, anxiety is one of the leading causes of uh, parents going to see their primary doctors even for children, very young children sometimes. Uh, they're starting to diagnose children like three, four, five years old with anxiety conditions. Three years old. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how they how they do it, but it it, it is it's to that extent now. And I think a lot of it has to do with lifestyle that's uh, all around us. Uh, the so, never turning off the the foods that we eat, the lack of exercise and stimulation. Like when you and I were kids, we were always out moving around. Yeah, that movement helps the stress response. Right when you have this, when you get stressed, your brain wants to do. Uh, one of three things, either freeze or it wants to run for its life or it wants to fight, right? So exercise and um, and outside activities, it gives your brain a chance to have an outlet to blow off that steam, ah, okay. which we're not really having anymore. You know, kids are really spending way more time um, s- sitting and being sedentary and it really and can affect And thinking more that. and more about whatever they're anxious about. Yeah, you have more right? time to think about. You have more time to think about it. You're, but you also ha- no have no outlet for it. Correct. So what if there? What if your kid is anxious about? I don't know. What is? Is there a common anxiety that you see more? I don't see. Uh, I mean, it, that could be across the board. Okay. Kids, kids could be nervous about all kinds of things. So you, let's say they're fixated on. They don't want people watching them. They're oh, hypersensitive. Okay, let's do that. That's you know, good. They're hypersensitive about uh, people watching them, and that's how we know that it becomes an issue from like anxiety that we all have on a day to uh-huh. like on a you know we have anxiety sometimes yeah to this is becoming problematic so now what steps do we take as a parent uh, we have to find what's causing that situation right and if it's a neurologic problem then chiropractic is a great place to start with that uh, for because instance it's all connected it's all connected your spine helps to to stimulate your brain and relax your relax your brain it sends your brain signals that tell your brain everything is okay and when your spine's not working right or you're not moving your body, your brain's lacking in that kind of situation. And that's where we have to really start to watch kids and, like, how are they interacting and, and is this becoming problematic? Like, one of the um, most impactful things that ever happened in my practice, a fourth-grade boy uh, was coming in to see me, and um, he was he played sports. He did all that kind of stuff. He was really good in baseball. He got to the point where he was uh, refusing to go to school. He was opting out of tests. Um, he couldn't complete his homework and he stopped wanting, he didn't want to play baseball anymore because he didn't want to be on the pitcher mound with everybody watching him. It made him too anxious and, um, working with him for a very short period of time, he started going back over to sleepovers. He was completing his homework again, um, because all that we did was help his brain, um, get unlocked from that circuit that kept replaying itself. Over and over and over and over again, right? And and now he's this is three four years later. He organizes like, you know, um, organizes. He he's the one that organizes all his friends to get together now. So is that huge or what? Could you imagine? He's in fourth grade. He can't do those things. What's he going to be like? What kind of quality of life will he have when he's older? It really is a remarkable connection. Yeah, how the spine can really heal. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's what your whole practice is about. Your body heals itself. It's able to. Yeah. So what? How do you feel about then? Um, 
Because a lot of people will say meditation, take time just to relax. And that's the downtime your brain needs Mm -hmm. and to center itself and connect or a massage. How do and chiropractic care? How do all three do they all fit together? Or sure. For sure. There's not just one right solution for everybody. Okay. But I think of things like on a hierarchy, you know, what can we do first? Foundational. Foundational, we can make sure that the body posture, movement, all that is right. Chiropractic really is intimately connected with that. But meditation is fantastic. Um, I don't know if you have experience with meditation in your life. I have. uh, and I try. I don't know. Doesn't it still feel weird to say I meditate? uh, You know, you feel like people are judging you when you say that. Yeah, and But even for kids that have a hard time or people that are like so A-type personality, they can't. There's technology out there that you can use. You can use headphones with... uh, Meditative CDs that oh, actually a million apps out there too. Yeah, they force they, they force well. Some of them just keep track of your timing, but some of them actually uh, uh, force your brain to get into meditative wavelengths just by listening to. It sounds like raindrops, but it and actually, that works. It works, yeah. So uh, those those are those are for sure. And if you're having anxiety, uh, watching screen time, making sure you're sleeping right, cutting on inflammatory lifestyle stuff like sugar. Dairy, oh, those, those oh, kinds of so gluten, that kind of stuff. Say, so what I tell cut people, out sugar, cut sleep out sugar. a lot. <laughs> so get adjusted, and it makes everything else easier. And then pick, yeah. and then pick one lifestyle thing at a time. Make okay. it a habit, and then add another one. Right? It's um, okay. That's a good solution, right? Good strategy, I should say. Yeah. yeah. That's how we coach people in our practice. Let's get you adjusted. Get your brain relaxed. Make sure your nervous system's working correct. And then what else is going on in your lifestyle that we can work on one, one thing at a time? Okay, baby steps. Yeah. Yes, okay. We know sugar's bad for us. Yeah. We know we need sleep. Easier said than done. True, true. But it's so important. It's sure. The reason that we're having anxiety is because the brain is not able to, like, uh, it, it's always working on a problem, right? It's got something that it's worried about, and it shouldn't necessarily be worried about it all the time. But there's a circuit, there's circuits in the brain that replay things. And they normally turn themselves on and off when they're working correctly. And when they're not working correctly, they just never shut off. And that's where that's where anxiety comes from. Your your brain's not adapting anymore and it's really locked on to something. So there's all kinds of things that we could do to help break that that negative feedback loop. But one of the most important things is posture and movement and, and, and getting your spine adjusted for sure. And then helping kids work on other strategies to manage their day to day stuff that comes up, I think would be fantastic. There's so much that's going on in their lives right. with, you know, like we said, the social media, social media the screen yeah. time, just fitting in in high school. And, yeah, you know, their brain is always thinking about sports now. I mean, it's it's year round. It's not like when it we is were pretty, kids. It is pretty intense. Yeah. My son's seven and we see all kinds of like his friends that are in like um, sports all year round. Three, now, three nights a week. How do you feel about that? I think that's for me personally as a parent, I think that's a little bit too much. Right, I don't know if when I was seven, I liked playing soccer and those kinds of things, but I don't know if I would want to do it year round for, uh, you know. Yeah, I think it's a little too much. What do you hear parents say? I got to keep them busy so they stay out of trouble. I, yeah, no, I, got, it, I got to keep them busy, but is that mindset the wrong mindset then? Because then you're just keeping their brain too busy. I think if you have a child with anxiety, you definitely need to watch that. But if you have a neuronormal child that's not having any situation like that and they can handle it, then okay. you know, it could be part of your lifestyle for sure. Do you feel like we should um, have our child, now that you say that the spine has so much to do with um, all these behaviors, like ADHD, autism, <clears throat> anxiety, do you feel like we should make a point to have our kids visit 
a chiropractor just to see if everything's aligned right? Yeah, because you never know unless you go, right? Like you, you wouldn't know if your kid has its cavity unless you took him to the dentist. Somebody that spe- uh, specifically looks for that issue to see if your child has that. And if they don't have a cavity, they give them good oral hygiene. Yeah. And they clean their teeth and they tell them if they're doing little things that are causing problems that might cause problems down the road. Same, same with chiropractic. We can evaluate a child to see if they even need care. Not everybody needs care. But if you, uh, as a parent, didn't know if your child needs care, you need to have a specialist check it out. But as a parent, you can look at your child and see if their posture's off, right? Is their head tilted one way? Is their shoulder dropped on one side? Is their body twisted at all? Oh, that's when- another thing. <clears throat> the backpacks. There's a lot of kids that don't even use their lockers anymore because, you know, they just walk around school with their backpack, the Chromebook in their backpack. You just made me think of that when you said the shoulder off. Yeah. What is your advice to kids? If you have to have a backpack on, you have to wear it with both straps on to be healthy, to help your spine, um, and look for ways to minimize how much you're supposed to carry or how much you are carrying. Children shouldn't carry more than about 5 to 10% of their body weight in a backpack. Okay. Okay. Now, if we are going to say, hey, listen, let's just add this to the list of doctor visits. Mm-hmm. Let's just make sure our kid is okay, whether they appear healthy and fine mm-hmm. right now or not. What, um, and this is just a very practical question when it sure. comes to insurance, do we need a referral to see you or a chiropractor or what? You know, every insurance company is okay. different. So checking yeah. those benefits with your insurance company is super easy for the majority of insurance. Um, chiropractors are primary portal of entry is what we call them. So you don't need a referral for, for them. Okay. To, to have like a consultation. I'm be a chiropractic advocate. Now, after all cool. these discussions, with I appreciate you, it. Cool. Yes, it is so important. It's the one thing that we forget. We got to take care of our spine. Yeah. Which it's the core, the spine. It's your it's your internet connection, right? Your spine's your internet connection between your brain and the rest of your body. Oh, thank you so much for You're everything. Welcome. Live well, Rochester. Uh, DrMcDay.com. Again, go to the website because there's so much great information, but also the Facebook page. Yep. And how do we find the Facebook page? Do we go to Live Well, Rochester or Dr. McDade? Uh, Dr. Mark McDade is my f- that's my Facebook page. Okay. And for the group that we mentioned with uh, parents, if they have children with anxiety, uh, Rochester ADHD and Autism Support Group. Okay. Um, and that's for ADHD and autism parents, providers, uh, mostly provide mostly parents on that group right now. Wonderful. And you always do so many great things in our community. Like you were telling me all the things in groups that you're actively involved in. And I don't know how you keep it all straight. So I appreciate you taking the time to come in today. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.